Welcome to Vacation Cheers Podcast, where we adorn you with holiday spirit. So grab some mistletoe, your Christmas list, and a mug of hot cocoa, with marshmallows of course, for the caroling is about to commence. Join us now, unless you're on Santa's naughty list. <laughs> Welcome to the Vacation Cheers Podcast. I'm your jolly host, Twinkly Tom. <laughs> Join alongside my festive elf of Jellied John. Are you ready to be merry? Oh, so merry. <laughs> so merry. You're jellied because you like donuts. And I think jelly is a Christmas thing, right? Jelly's definitely a Christmas thing. Yes, and jelly donuts. You like donuts? It's uh, your come on, sweet tooth. Come on, everybody likes donuts. Come on. Oh, that is true. Not as much as you, but yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I just get paid small amounts of money to eat donuts. <laughs> what a life you live. You get exactly. paid to eat donuts. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, that's almost as good as a Cookie Monster. Well, no, Cookie Monster doesn't actually get paid to eat cookies, though. He eats them, but he doesn't get... Well, is that a skit? It's is part that, of his sponsorship deal. Yeah, I think maybe so. Maybe he doesn't even like cookies. Like, oh, maybe. Why couldn't I be the carrot monster? Well, no, Sorry to sidetrack your podcast. For those of you who watch Sesame Street and Cookie Monster, the cookies never go in the monster's mouth. They all crumble everywhere. So maybe he doesn't like them. I'm just saying. I love it. Oh, yeah, and it just crumbles off. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's a Muppet. Or, um, no, a Muppet. A puppet. Work with me here. <laughs> all right. This episode, we're talking about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I went to that event in November, and we're going to be throwing on some other stuff, too. But first, let's talk about the YouTube channel, Vacationaires Podcast. Please, 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 I beg you, go like, subscribe. We're on a roll. I think we're at like 510 or 509 or something. Let's keep it moving forward or upward or whatever trajectory that is to get it to 1,000. That would be fantastic. A lot of video content for what we're talking about this episode. I have the Tomorrowland Speedway uh, POV, uh, the vlog itself. Uh, the fireworks are standalone. I have the whole parade. Everything that you'd want to know about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, you can find it on Vacationers Podcast. So please go do that today. Uh, John, have you watched any of the latest content on Vacationers Podcast? Put you on the spot. As we are recording at this very moment, no, I have not. But you well know that I have been racing from here to yes, Disney to Universal yeah. and then typing and typing till two in the morning and then trying it all over again. That is very true. Well. John, keep your eyes open because I just finished. I just uploaded my deluxe resort um, touring around the Monorail Resorts. Check out the, the uh, I guess, the gingerbread places and just how they're decorated for Christmas. Does it count that I followed that on Twitter? Nope, does not count. you got to okay. watch it. you got to watch my, so uh, sure. my travel because I did okay. enormous amounts of uh, Disney transportation travel. I went by boat. I went by... No, we didn't go by train, did we? No. We went no. by uh, monorail, water taxi, oh, the Skyliner. We did it all. Every form of – bus. Every form of transportation they have available to them, m minus the minivans. I think that's it, though. I don't think there is any other transportation they provide free of charge. Well, minivan isn't free, so I think I hit all the free stuff. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Fun video. I think it's about 20 minutes long. You get to see all the gingerbread stuff. Uh, you get to see me traverse through all the resorts. Just a lot of backtracking. I went to Epcot only to find out I couldn't walk through the park to get to the ferry boats. A 10-minute walk from the front of Epcot to the back of Epcot where I get on the friendship boats turned into me having to bus over to Hollywood Studios, take the Skyliner, get off, take the next Skyliner, then take a – and then to walk to the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ridiculous 
Oh. I can see that. But we did. I did it on a Saturday, and I don't have access to the park on Saturday. So there you go. So check that out. And there's so much more. So check it all out. That would be greatly appreciated. Also, I ate at um, uh, Hoop-dee-doo. So uh, that the video. The Hoop-dee-doo review. Hoop-dee-doo review. So that video will be out uh, sometime later this week, or as I guess uh, as of, as of this recording, maybe next week's after this is actually released. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna get get to this to release. I only have the Hoop-dee-doo to do and record. I guess edit this uh, podcast. So I don't have too much going on. But coming up this weekend, well, I got the TSO concert, so I'm not gonna record anything for that. Oh, Universal. You and I on Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday, uh, June or yeah, June. Wow, December twelfth. On uh, Wednesday, we're going to hit Universal Studios for some Christmas. Or Grinch. Yes, we are. You're finally going to make it to Universal Studios for the absolutely Christmas, for the, absurd for the holidays. I am. I'm spoiled bourgeoisie when it comes to the Universal holidays this year. Yeah, it's it's absurd that I have not. It's December. It'll be December, what fifteenth? I'm just saying it's literally been a month that it's you know, been going. Fourteenth. 14th, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anyone to go with, though. You decided to uh, jet back up to Indiana and leave me high and dry with uh, no one to go to. I'm sorry, I believe I went to the holidays by myself, <laughs> technically. What holidays? On the opening day of the Universal Oh, holidays. no, you had, yeah, no, you had a press thing. <laughs> yes, I was. Well, okay, I, I would have went sorry, if you had invited sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thanks once again to Attractions Magazine for letting me come along and tag along. But yes, I was yes, I was full yes. media that day. Yes, if I could have gone, I would have gone with you. So I am not that high to get that invite. So maybe uh, in years. We're going to work on come. your typing skills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? Let's talk about. Mickey's very Merry Christmas party because that's what everyone is in this episode or tuned into this episode to uh, listen to. I am ill-prepared for this episode. We decided to record this at the last minute, so I had to throw my stuff together. So what, we went, what do you mean last minute? I just got back from Universal like 10 minutes ago. What are you talking about last minute? <laughs> I know. That is last minute. Uh, so we went um, on, what, November, some mid-November, a couple weeks after it premiered. This year, you get a cool free Christmas ornament. That actually has the 50th logo mm-hmm. on it, so that's very special, more so than, say, next year or the 49th, so that's cool. So we got there. We got a little late, so we didn't actually go into the park till like, a quarter after four, which still isn't too bad, but we should have been there. It's not too to bad for annual pass holders. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's not too bad. So we got our we got our ornament, and we went over to Tomorrowland. Um, I, it basically feeds you that way because you go to that side mm-hmm. entrance. And I decided to do the people mover because... I don't think I've done it since moving down here because, you know, it was down for a long time. I'm sorry you can't see on the podcast me shaking my head. I mean, I'm not <laughs> a biggest fan of the people mover, but oh, I love but it. literally, as I've driven from the condo that we are currently sitting in, that, yeah. that Tom pays pays for, um, <laughs> I, I've driven to the Disney property so many times in just my little time here. So the fact that you've not gone on the people mover is a little embarrassing. It is. It is. It, it very much is. Uh, so I rode that. Sorry, I need to yeah, say this properly. You mean the Tomorrowland Transit Authority? Authority people, people mover. mover. Yes, that is correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we did that. Then uh, I said, uh, so I went with Elena, which if you watch the uh, YouTube channel, you uh, see her in a, uh, she's in a good bit of videos uh, nowadays. So we, she's does, she doesn't like heights. So we ended up doing the Astro Orbiters. And John, when's the last time you did the Astro Orbiters? 
Okay, I haven't done the Astro Orbiter since back in the Stone Age when I had an <laughs> annual pass. Back before I was forbidden to begin an annual pass to someone who does not reside in this state. Probably. Ah, yes. I heard the words, does not like heights and Astro Orbiter, <laughs> one of the strangest loading attractions on this planet. Yeah. I don't think this went well. She was fine until, so she was up front. And I basically, the Astro Orbiter, how it works is it's just a, it just goes around in a circle. And you pull the lever and you go up high. You push the lever and you go back down. So I told her, and to her to her credit, I told her, pull that lever and keep it pulled against you the entire time. So that means we'd go as high as possible. So we start out and we go up, and I don't remember it being at such an angle, but I wouldn't say a full 45 degree angle, but you're at a pretty decent angle when you're as high as you can go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, ah. And again, she was holding the lever to lower us, and she didn't. So I gave her props, <laughs> but it was a uh, quite amazing, yeah, fun time. The last time I did it before that, it was night and it was raining, and oh man, it was. I mean, that was an experience. It was something to remember. So I guess it makes it unique, but yeah, good time. So I, I, I had fun. But you know what? It all paid off because after that, we went and she got a turkey leg, which she is very fond of those. Dang turkey legs. In fact, anytime I'm in the Magic Kingdom with her, it's a given we're stopping for that turkey leg. I usually get the Mickey pretzel, and then we split it. But, yeah. So, I got the pretzel. She got the turkey leg. So, just to clarify, she gets an entire turkey leg, and then you two split a pretzel. No, I do eat some of the turkey leg. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, clarify. I just want to make sure. If you're disparaging the turkey leg, I just want to make sure we're clear. (laughs) No, no, no. I do. I'll dip it in the barbecue sauce, and it's okay. I personally, if I was by myself, I'd never buy one of those. Sorry, those of you not familiar with me torturing Tom on the podcast, <laughs> as someone who gets paid small amounts of money to do theme park food blogging, yeah, we turn up our nose at the turkey leg. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're, Especially you're, when we see the price. I, I passed it today. The Universal version, which is probably not as good as the Walt Disney World version, the combo meal was like sixteen bucks with whoa. the turkey leg. It was ridiculous. That's drink and chips, or no? That's just chips. And turkey leg. Really? Yep. Sixteen dollars. Maybe, maybe it was fifteen fifty nine, but that's still a lot. It's way too much. Yeah, I think it's ten. I'm not sure what we. Uh. I think I think it is eleven. And yeah, Disney. yeah, something to that effect. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Oof. Uh, yeah, so we ate the turkey leg at the pretzel. Uh, went over to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. We rode that. Nearly a walk on, and at that point, it was six. I was gonna say, has the party started yet? It was, it was six, so as we were walking the bridge, they asked us for wristbands to get okay. over to that part of the park. So that was good. Um, yeah, nearly a walk-on at that point. Sorry, those of you unfamiliar with the party procedures at Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah, we At should Magic party. Kingdom, at 6 o'clock, they close for day guests. Yeah. Which is why if you're staying, a pro move, if you have a park hopper ticket or an annual pass, is go to Magic Kingdom the day of a party and then hop somewhere else. Because yes. Magic Kingdom will be... Less crowded up until four o'clock when the party guests can come in and then you can hop somewhere else and go from there. Yeah, once uh, four o'clock hits, get the heck out of town. <laughs> yeah, um, but starting at six, the attractions that are farthest away from the entrance start getting blocked off and they slowly push people out in that nice Disney get out method. Yeah, and by seven, basically you're locked down a Main Street, right? I mean, and then you, I mean, the, the gift shops much. on Main Street, can you? Can you uh, linger in there? How late? I mean, obviously they get they got to get you out before the parade or any entertainment starts. But they want you to buy stuff, so it's a catch twenty two. 
<laughs> there are stories ah. of guests staying for the first stage show and then getting escorted out and discovered before the fireworks and parade. They make it up to the stage or are they yeah. back? Well, they planted themselves there to start with and they didn't move. Ah, okay. I'm not encouraging this behavior. Could you do that on main street? Could you see the parade? There's no way. I mean, at no, some no. point, the problem asking, is right? the problem is as the night goes on, security becomes much tighter because they don't lessen security, and so you will be found out. So if you're sitting there not moving, will somebody come up to you and ask you explicitly? Eventually, yes. Wow. But you'll be lower on the priority list to yeah take out. Interesting. We had legit uh, media credentials, or not media. No, you paid good money for those credentials. <laughs> we paid good money. Uh, we were annual pass holders, so we got ten dollars off, which Pretty small discount. So let me scoff for just a second. Um, though you do get more for this party than you do for other parties. How much was the party? Um, $149? No. $159? It was a Sunday, so it was, it, was, it was a lesser. It may have been. But I think the lowest price was $149. That's why I'm, I started nah. with that price. This this is the great debate is doing these after-hour events. Is, is it worth your time, especially as prices go up for one-day tickets at Magic Kingdom? Is that a good way to go? You know what? Mm -hmm. I used my Disney dollars for my Visa, Disney Visa. Yes, I believe I recall this now. So So I don't have, it's not on my credit card, so I I don't have I'm going to wager that you, it was 169 and, and then you got $10 off. Uh, I think it was 149, 139, 149, I got $10 off. But I use my, if you have the Disney Visa, you accrue points and then you can dump those onto a uh, card. And then you can use the rewards card to buy stuff around Disney property or whatever. Party tickets, for example. And if you upgrade to the paid version, so there's a free version, which basically you get 1% on everything, which is very low. But if you upgrade, you get 2% on a bunch of stuff. And if you do that also, you can reimburse airline tickets. So if I buy airline tickets, regardless to where I'm going, I can reimburse them through the Disney points. Um, tickets range for that from 149 to 179. Okay, Based on so, the estimation, I don't have the data here. Um, the night you went, it was 159. Okay, maybe. So <clears throat> I paid 149, which is very possible because that sounds about right. I, I remember it not being which on those the of you listening tier. wondering that seems like an awful lot to pay for it a, is. for an eight-hour event, especially when two or three of those hours are not. Uh, you haven't priced a one-day ticket to Magic Kingdom recently. That is true. That is true because they went up December 8th. And I'm going to start talking a little bit about wait times, and you'll see. Well, I mean, you've already heard what we've done so far. We did Big Thunder, Walk On. Uh, People Mover was a little bit of a wait. Not too bad, but this, again, this is before the party started. So this is in the bonus, quote-unquote, time between 4 and 6 or 4 and 7. So, I mean, there's still a bunch of crowds at that point. Astro Orbiter, we did have to wait a bit. Again, it was pretty early. Uh, Big Thunder, that's when it started clearing out. So we hit that one. Again, it was maybe a five-minute wait. Then we got front row, too. Nice. So make sure you check the YouTube video, and you get to see a little bit of that. Then we did <laughs> Pirates of the Car- Caribbean, or Caribbean, depending. Uh, again, that one walked right on. Uh, barely any wait there. We get off of that feeling pretty good. Like, yeah, we got the whole we got the whole park to ourselves. Like, you know what? Let's go do the Jingle Cruise. Well, that ended Abruptly. Yeah, I could have seen where this is going. The Jingle Cruise, which is available all day, not just during yes, the party. It's always available. So I figured, well, it's not going to get that much of a wait because you can anybody can do it anytime. 55 minutes. Yeah, this is like Haunted Mansion during the Halloween party. 
Yes. Yeah. So Even I was though like, there is a few addition, few uh, eh, there's a character addition. Yeah. So it was 55 minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm not waiting for that. So we left. Then we got some cookies and hot chocolate. Uh, that's another perk you get at this event. You get free cookies and hot chocolate. Uh, it's stationed. There's different stations throughout the park. And at least this year, I don't remember when I went the first time. There were no. I mean, because they do it this way, they're very quick lines. You get mm-hmm. no options. You get a, co- a type of cookie and hot chocolate. Or no, or. Is the cookie prepackaged this year? Yes. It's okay. prepackaged, important for this and discussion. it's one type of beverage. Right. You have no options. You walk up, they give you one-on-one, you go. So the lines can get a little long, but you move right through them. Mm-hmm. The different stations have different offerings. Like the one place had hot cocoa and chocolate chip cookies. The other place underneath the Astro Orbiter, the launching pad, that had, I think it was apple juice or apple cider and like a, a some other type of cookie. Mm-hmm. And then another place had hot cocoa and a different type of cookie, a sugar cookie. Uh, I, I saw that eggnog at one of them. I did not make it to that booth. I don't know where that one was, unfortunately. Sorry for those of you missing this. Tom is having a variation of eggnog <laughs> as we are recording. this. Yes, I am having, I am having eggnog screwball, which I didn't know. So that's the peanut butter whiskey or is it whiskey? Yeah. Peanut butter whiskey, but this is the eggnog screwball. So I'm having that with Coke because I have no other mixers. Well, I have milk. I guess I could mix it with milk, but it actually works out well. When you mix the two together, it makes like a float. Right. And I will assure you, when you go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you will not get an eggnog like this. <laughs> However, one of the pl- the reason the Christmas party costs more than usually the Halloween party is because you get food and cookies supplied. However, unless you are a professional food blogger who can consume an incredible amount of sugar, you might want to plan for some different food before you have 27 cookies at night. That is true. Or you... They're prepackaged. That's so, correct. That's the pro move. Bring, pack them away. Uh, that's what Elena did. I, every time we stopped, I ate and drank all my stuff. And she was like, are you eating that? I'm like, yeah, I'm eating this. <laughs> she she brought back like three cookies or four cookies. <laughs> Not me. I ate them all. Yeah. Hey, bring a thermos too. Fill up your hot cocoa. Take that Wow. <laughs> now we're getting carried away. <laughs> well, that is a little crazy. But, you know, you could do it. You could do it. I mean, the hot cocoa is fine. But, yeah, eh, nothing special. All right, so <laughs> we did the Pirates. Again, like I said, it was a walk-on. Jungle Cruise, we skipped. Got the cookies and hot cocoa. Then we did Haunted Mansion. It was a posted 30-minute standby wait, which I was kind of shocked it was that long, but I waited. We did it. It was fantastic. Walked over, saw Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, 35 minutes, which is super low for that attraction, especially since... Haunted Mansion was 30. It's a little high for the party, but not outrageous. Yeah. I, it was enough for me to wait. Because I, I was going to walk by it if it was more than what I thought it would be worth waiting for. 35. Elena never wrote it. It's not extreme. So no. I thought she'd be okay with it. So, you know, let's do it. Because, honestly, I'm not going to wait. I'm not gonna, that, that attraction is not good enough for me to wait an hour. Correct. <laughs> so. it, it averages higher than an hour during the week. Yes. It, it's just too much. Uh, then we did Tomorrowland Speedway, which they had a overlay. I think that's the first thing we did that had the overlay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantastic. Absolutely lovely. Uh, go to the YouTube channel. I got the whole POV from start to finish driving along. They have all the lights up along the sides with music. Oh, it's my favorite overlay, dare I say, of any overlay they do at any party. I absolutely adore that overlay. And it's very generic. You know, it's nothing. It's very generic. Everybody does the same thing, but it's effective. Right. They do a really good job with it. And the whole time, 
Tron was testing. I was going to say, and you get a small glimpse of Tron with the light cycles. Testing. Yes. Oh, man, that was really cool. Cannot wait to get on that thing in April, March? When's the... Um, well, it's April, I think, the opening, officially right? Officially, it's spring. Pass holder, I want to do it. Officially, it is spring. All signs point to April. However, be careful. That would be April 1st. Uh, April Fool's Day. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But all signs <laughs> do point to pass holder previews in March. And yes. April. I will have to keep an eye open for that and try to get snag one of those. Oh, can't wait. So uh, that ought to be a good time. So, yeah, we did the, the Speedway. So much fun. Oh, I love it. Then we went and did Space Mountain with that overlay. Uh, very good. Much better than the Halloween. The Halloween, they turn the lights off. Not a fan of that. This, they have red and green and they have mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, very, very good. I do have some video of that. I don't have a complete ride through because I, who you knew? have a video of that? Yep. Well, partial. Okay, well, I'll, you finish that, and then I'll be a blogger. Yes, I was going to say, I wish now I would have recorded the whole thing due to the latest news of them stopping. Go ahead. You, you can. After a party night, magically a sign went up by Space Mountain, and you would have thought it was a, at a Universal. It said, <laughs> no longer may you bring any phones, recording devices um, on Space Mountain. So you no longer can record on Space Mountain. And according to the way it's written... That means you can't attach a GoPro to your chest. You can't read yeah. anything recording. Now, I don't know if they'll stick with that. Apparently, there was a lot of recording by people during the Christmas party, and there were lots of incidents of phones hitting other people. Same reason the Universal has the metal detectors Yep. of too much liability issue. I just hope it stops there. Don't. I mean, I think Tron's going to – they're, they're going to just implement that right away at Tron, most likely, I would think. But don't. I mean, Disney's one of those places where you can go in and, like, uh-huh. well, I mean, SeaWorld Entertainment, you can do that, too. Right. All their parks you can record. But it's just nice. No, I agree. Do. So let's knock on wood that that doesn't happen. But, yeah. Yeah. I was so, able to. So. Once again, remember, Disney's, and it's not a criticism, it's what Disney does well. Disney doesn't build their parks based on being thrill attractions. Yes. And so, as a result, it's easier to allow people to bring stuff on. So if we're having trouble at Space Mountain... I predict that Guardians of the Galaxy may be next on the list. Well, see, I haven't recorded that because of that one segment in the, the pre-show that says, that no, says recording. no recording. So I've listened to that. But everybody ignores it. Oh, Thursday I'm going. Okay. I, I have to I have to set an alarm <laughs> to get a, uh, a boarding pass because I'll forget completely. Sorry for those of you scoring at home. Every time Tom plans to go to Epcot, um, he forgets to try to get a boarding pass at 7 o'clock for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, around... I don't know, seven, between 7.30 and 8, I go, oh, and I always go, I always go online, I always go in the app, and I try, and of course, it's always, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm excited, I'm excited, I never, I haven't done the holiday overlay, this is my only chance, so I can't screw it up, even though it's very easy to get those boarding passes, as long as I'm on at 7 o'clock, that's the key, yeah, that's the key, yeah, that's the key, but, uh, enough about Epcot. Let's talk about the Christmas party. So, uh, yeah, Space Mountain. Yeah, again, it's very nice. Then we went over and got ready for the fireworks. So we did catch a little bit of Mickey's most merriest celebration. Uh, it's fine. I, those stage shows, to me, I mean, I do like the Sanderson sisters for Halloween. But for the most part, those stage shows are, I ignore them. I, I they They're not really... Well, I mean, they're for kids. I mean, the kids, they, the characters come out, oh, sing mm-hmm. a song. Yeah, it's not really, I don't really find it all that appealing. So That doesn't sound like you have much Disney magic. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. Oh, uh, that's it. That's it. Dang it. 
But uh, I did catch some of it as I was getting prepared to watch the fireworks, and it, it was fine. Like I said, it was enough for me not to have because I was planning on doing like the what is eleven fifty five or twelve fifteen uh, show, the last show of the night. I twelve. Yeah, I was prepared to do that. Like that was my plan. But I figured I'd seen enough of it where I don't really need to trek back up to do it. So I did. So uh, we did that. Then the fireworks came. Absolutely fantastic fireworks. Minis, wonderful Christmas time fireworks. Yeah, very good. I have nothing really to add to that other than I have the full fireworks show uh, on uh, the YouTube channel. So go check that out as well. And then we went, or then we went down right after that. Went down Main Street and got uh, a place for Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. So I had a good theory that ended up not, I mean, it was, it was fine, but it wasn't perfect. So I, I positioned myself on a corner where, you know, they have, the, they have it roped off. Mm-hmm. So I was on the corner, the if you're facing like the castle, like the castle is ahead of you. I was on the right side of Main Street on a corner where it was like intersection where it was roped off. So no one could go to the right of me. It was because it was a pathway. So I figured, okay, if I'm stationed here, I'll have a nice angle and no one will be able to go. I forgot that at a certain point, that just gets closed off and it gets filled in. And of course, who fills it in? The little kids. The right. ones that lean over right mm-hmm. into my shot. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, perfect. Yeah. So I don't know the pro move there. If I want to, I mean, other than standing up and doing it, which I didn't want to do, I, I don't really know where to set up for that parade where I won't have anyone jumping out in front of me. You probably have to be around the hub, which is a nightmare. Yeah. That would be really early. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I got to figure that. I got to figure that out. Um, but yeah, very good parade. I I, I I like their parade, so I liked it. It's very nice. Parades are what Disney does well. Yes, they do it very well. And of course, Main Street had the fake snow. Uh, I, I can tell you, every place has that fake snow. Yes, it do. It's the same fake snow. It's ridiculous. Like, enough with the fake snow. I, I get it. It's no longer magical because literally everyone has it. Everyone. 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 Ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm surprised I walk into a Walmart and they don't have to fix the hook going. Well, maybe we can make that happen. That would be great. I think we'd get a lot more uh, clientele into okay. to Walmart. Because that's what we need. We need more clientele into Walmart. And fake snow Florida. is soap. So that's yes. good. We could cleanse Now the you're making social commentary. <laughs> and that's a perfect. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It, it, we had fake snow. I got my car washed the other day. And there's fake snow inside the car wash. Mm. It was a blizzard. <laughs> see. Sorry, those of you, Tom's enjoying this a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> These are what I enjoy the most. <laughs> the most most people can't stand. Like, oh my, a little okay. too much. Yeah, too much. All right. Uh, then uh, what do we do next? Oh, went to Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it was a walk on, so we did that. I got seventy five thousand eight hundred, which I believe may sadly be my best score, because the first hand that goes, I, I think I hit that like twice. I think I, I jumped up pretty good. I need I got, some clarification here. Yeah. Please. I heard you say 75,800, not 758. No, 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 no. Thousand. <clears throat> no, 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 no. 75,800. Tom's going to need some training on both <laughs> light I know where to shoot. I just can't hit him. I oh, have you're like me on Men in Black Alien yeah. Attack. Yes. I know it, if I get just the right gun, then it's really, really accurate. I know exactly where to shoot, and I can get about 700,000. Yeah. However, most of the time I get about 200,000. <laughs> yeah. I get no, I'll get. i literally get a couple thousand on Buzz because if I miss that first hand, 
mm-hmm. which I do 99% of the time. And then like the, like the second one, there's, was it on uh, the dude's surge or blurge or whatever the name is. We are totally boring the audience with this <laughs> geekiness, by the way. I just want you to know that. I know, I know. Okay. If I miss that one too, then it's, I get basically give up. I just, just push the trigger. And I think if you just keep pushing it and even don't hit anything, or is that, I know men in black, That's you, men in you black. score. Okay. This one, I, yeah, I don't know. It's blah, 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 it's like, I'm done. So yeah, usually I don't break 10,000 probably. I'm not that in the so what cars. I just, what I just heard you say, audience, audience, see yeah. if you heard it too. You have an attention span problem. No, I just get frustrated and I'm like, I'm done. Because it, once I don't get good scores, I said it at the nicely. First you said it negatively. <laughs> I want this to be noted oh. for the record oh, oh. that I said it positively and he said it negatively. I see. I see. To my normal method. <laughs> yeah, I just don't feel. Um, it's, just, it's just a waste of time okay. at that point. Sorry, I'm filling up my drink. Oh, oh, about to overflow. Yes, I'm sorry. He's away from his microphone, saving his beverage. I, I wish we had a video version of this for you. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize formally. So good. On behalf of Vacationers Podcast. I am going uh, to Hollywood Studios tonight, so I got to get uh, my libations going now before I have you to You got pay. a pregame, so you don't yeah. have to pay $16 of beverage when you get <laughs> yeah. to Hollywood Studios? That is 100%. Accurate. Sorry, yes. this is where I take the moral high ground as someone who tends not to order alcoholic beverages ever. Oh, you mean that $16 you're paying for that? Okay, that's all I need to know. And that's one drink? Yeah, no. Uh, when we were out looking at the uh, resorts, we stopped at a resort pool uh, between Beach Club and Yacht Club, and we got two beverages, and it was $31 for uh, like a margarita and some other cocktail. Plus, that, that was before t- uh, so add a tip in and yeah, it's not it's not a cheap. That's why you think you say, hey, I'm going to hoopty do it. I'm paying, I don't know, like fifty bucks. That's right. It's not that bad. You're paying you get a show. You're paying sixty four bucks, but yes, uh, still. I th- well, I think with tip and uh, taxes and everything, yeah, maybe. But still, unlimited alcohol, food, and a show. Can At you, Disney. Can you see he had a really good time at Hoopty Doo? I, I had a blast. It up. I had an ab- absolute blast. I highly still, recommend it. We still haven't made it through the party yet because you know I wanted to hear. <laughs> All right, let's get to Because I point. didn't get to go. No theme park media site asked me to go, so I, I didn't get to go. John, you can be like me. Just cough up the money, buddy. I'm sorry. As we discussed at this before, <laughs> I'm not in a position to do that at the moment. Since at this literal moment that we are recording this, yeah. I am only employed by Pirates and Princesses. <laughs> this literal moment. Yes, but. That may yeah. change tomorrow, but in this literal moment. Yeah, yeah but, you know. You 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 say oh I can't get I can't get a free media invite you know no one's uh no one's feeling sorry for you because you get to go to all you got did Universal for free well, I mean I guess technically you could have done I mean you think you got behind the scenes and stuff though you got yeah, a guided yeah. tour so That's all. We, yeah we'll yeah. save that for another podcast yeah another yeah time. yes but, or you uh, can find uh, all the writing at piratesandprincesses.net okay shameless plug back to you oh yeah yeah but, but you know what that's that's about it though I mean we um because that was a second parade we did Buzz. I th- you know, I'd have to watch my video again. Okay, so this is where I take over the podcast and become the interviewer. So yes. do you think you're, let's say, let's say in theory it was $150 each. Okay. Do you think $150 was well spent? Because that's what the audience really wants to know. Oh, was it well spent? Well, Remember, not everybody has an annual pass. So I, yeah, you got to look at this in two, two different ways. One, as annual pass holder, mm-hmm. and two, as a vacationer. That's right. As a vacationer, I think it is, like you said, a date. Like, like, I don't know. How many people are actually coming down and buying a single-day ticket, though? I don't think there's a lot. More than you would think. I'm shocked. I I am shocked that that happens. I would say it's about between 7 to 10% of the people in Magic Kingdom every day. 
Really? That's insane. Based on the data that I'm granted, I didn't expect this question. I've not crunched all the data. Wow. Okay. It's it's definitely higher than five percent. Then I would say one hundred percent is worth your uh, your dollar to go to the party in lieu of buying a single day ticket. Mm -hmm. No question. Yeah. You're gonna get more done. You get more activities. You get free cookies and hot chocolate. You get special event uh, parades and fireworks, and you get an ornament, Christmas ornament, which is cool. A nice keepsake, you know, free of charge, of course. You didn't discuss thing. the characters. Yeah, I, yeah, there are characters. I didn't do any of them. I don't even know. And they're, they tend to be in special outfits you can only see during. Yeah. Some of them are in outfits. I know Halloween's a huge. What, what? Who do they have for Halloween Christmas? Halloween is a really big deal. Yeah. They have less characters out during Christmas, but it's still they're in their Christmas outfits. I don't remember seeing like character meet and greets. But that's not what I look for. So yeah, we're yeah. gonna have to send you back then. Yeah, <laughs> just for characters. As I spend Tom's money. Okay, no, 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 no. That would be uh, somebody would be sending me for that. Yeah, I would not spend my own money and just wait in character lines all night. But I would gladly do it if somebody was buying my ticket, my admission ticket. <laughs> so get on Pirates and Princesses, John, and uh, hook me up. <laughs> of course, it's all sold out now. So that's correct. Yeah, sadly, uh, it's all sold out. So if you wanted to go to this party based on what we're telling you, yeah, try again next year. Unfortunately, because Unless you know, well, I don't know. Can but you scalp them? No, know. you can't. But expect it to cost more because it's sold out. Yes. So we can sit here and be theme park fans and complain that things cost way too much. But yeah, they're selling, selling out. out. It's yeah. called capitalism. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's going to cost more next year for sure. Uh, now, as a annual pass holder, so for me, okay, I didn't directly pay for it because I used my points. Right. So for me, it was still worth it because – you know, it didn't come out of my my budget, my monthly. But I mean, it did, it just it was extra money, quote mm -hmm. unquote, that I had available to use that I have to use for Disney or flights, but for Disney stuff. So, what better way to spend Disney dollars than going to a Disney event? Yes, I could go take that hundred sixty dollars and go to Epcot and eat like a fool all day on that. Well, maybe not or all day. Or take <laughs> two and a half people to Hoopty Doo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess so. Right. So. <laughs> Sorry, John. No. That, <laughs> John that, was winking at me there. That, like, ah. that was not the point. I, I am not very pro hoopty do. So just so we're clear, as a food blogger, it's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But Because um, I would be the half person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's really the question you have to decide is how do you want to spend your vacation dollars? And yes. most people go to these events to see the characters, see the shows, see yep. the special things. Whereas yes. it sounds like you went to take advantage of the lower lines. Uh, Shorter lines. I wanted to see the parade. I wanted mm -hmm. to see the fireworks. Uh, I wanted some cookies. Well, who doesn't? Uh, I didn't care about the characters. So. By the way, I was texting the characters. They don't care about you. <laughs> just so we're clear. How dare you guys? Yeah, I just want you to know that. So if if you. Sorry, I was texting the <laughs> friends of the characters. Uh, sorry, those of you. Ah, uh, yes, they're sorry. quote unquote friends. My so bad. if if you break it out into what I wanted to do. I had a lot of downtime between the parade and the fireworks. If you go to the second parade and you see the fireworks right before that, you know, if you have it all scheduled, I had a lot of time to, on my hands to do nothing. So what am I going to do? I'm going to ride attractions because there isn't anything else to do. Like I'm not going to go to a dance party with a bunch what? of little kids and dance around. You'd be awesome at the dance. I party. would be. I know. I know. I know. Okay. I, that was just a function of, well, we need to kill time before, the things okay. we want to do, so we did it. And I think Elena was more apt to ride some of the things that before she didn't want to ride just because we're at a, a party. 
Okay. So I, I think I, I played that. That played into my advantage too. Like, oh, let's ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They may have I'm Christmas. Just try, I'm just trying to help your audience with perspective. This mm. is this, these are the standard questions that get asked about the after hour events. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this event, if, if you're not doing character meet and greets, you have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in the park outside of Main Street, if you're walking past like the Liberty Street and, you know, there's not a lot of decorations. There's they, no. there's not a lot to like just walk around and, and gaze and enjoy lights. It, it's not there. So what are you going to do? You're going to ride the attractions right. most likely, especially since the lines are low. Yeah. And I also want to advise those of you who have younger members of your family or perhaps really older members of your family, this event goes till midnight. Yes. And if you're going to get your money's worth, uh, which happens often, there are two there are two parades, and so they tend to bookmark the fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks are in the middle. So when the fireworks happen around 10, 15, 10, 30, a significant portion of the crowd leaves. Yes. Which is not the best use of your funds, by the way, because you no. really only paid for four and a half hours of, of bonus of special time. Yeah. Another thing I would never do is go at a dine-in, like a, a cert- or count- or a table service restaurant and eat during the party. That to me just seems like an incredible waste of time. Well, two thoughts. One, sometimes some people can't get a reservation for that place. They really had to go to, cause it's got to make your vacation to go to be our guest or Cinderella's roll table. Even though I'm sure you can read lots of places with my name in the byline telling you not that that's great. great, but you're not going for the food. However, I have done it a couple times where I book a table service dining reservation between the four and six time. So okay. I don't have to deal with the food issue. That's later. that's not too bad. Right. Because at that point, the ride lines are still correct, decently sized. So, yeah, I, I, I could see that. Just like we've said many times, though, eh, Magic Kingdom, there's really no place that I that's correct. need to eat at. <laughs> Especially when I know I got cookies and hot chocolate coming. So I got to keep my uh, my stomach Available for those goodies. Yummy, yummy. But, yeah, I mean, the party to me is a fantastic time, and uh, I would certainly do it again. I missed out the Halloween party this year. I waited too long to book, and it sold out. So I made sure I jumped on these tickets as early as I could and uh, had an absolute blast. So I, I, I do like their after-hours parties. They are expensive. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, But if you're no coming longer. down on vacation and you're willing and you want to avoid rope dropping, because what's going to happen is you're going to do this night. You basically take a morning off, and then you need to be there before 4 o'clock to get in at 4 o'clock, and that's your Magic Kingdom time, which is probably not a full day at Magic Kingdom, but it's a, it's a decent use. And then you're obviously going to sleep in. Well, you better sleep in the next morning. <laughs> Book yourself a – try to see if you can get Topolino's Terrace for breakfast at, <laughs> at 11.30. I did that. It was awesome after the Halloween party or some, something like that. And then – just have another relaxing day. That's the tricky part. You got to balance with this. But if you can pull some money out of that, then you've got more money for other stuff. Maybe you can yep. make your vacation last a day or two longer. Do you have any other questions for me, John? I think those are the big ones we usually hear from people. So I want to make sure I got those in. Perfect. Yeah, I, I think uh, it will be good. I will not be. Uh, I have till the fifteenth before my pass is blacked out, and I have no plans. I am going to Mad Area. I'm going to Hollywood Studios tonight, Epcot on the fifteenth. Knock on wood, Neil Patrick Harris will be doing the processional on the 15th. That's his first night. I'm hoping to be able to get into that and uh, see him do that. I've never seen the processional ever before, so this will be my first time. 
And I'm a big fan of Neil Patrick Harris. So that'll be fun to see him do that. Uh, I went to Epcot on Friday night, this past Friday night. And I don't remember who was doing the processional, but yeah, big crowds for that thing. <laughs> long, long lines getting that processional. On Saturday, when we were actually doing the resort tour, saw a lot of people dressed up like in church clothes going to Epcot for the processional. So, you know, it's a whole thing, I guess, you know, where you get dressed yep. up and you go and have an evening at Epcot. Sounds delightful. I don't know it if I'm going to... It does sound delightful? I'm not sure how much of a... I'm not a big fan of the You'll, church you music. Save you hear me save you on this one? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right. for those of you unaware, my Twitter handle is Pastor yes. John Self. Yes, some people have turned this into, and Disney is more than happy to take your money, uh, has turned this into something a little different than that. Now, what night was it you went to? You went on the you went on the ninth. It was Friday, so eleventh, tenth, ninth. Yep, yep. Uh, it says Damon John was the processional reader. I have okay. I sorry I'm that not that's certain not a name that I'm is familiar. Yeah, I'm sorry, either. I apologize, everyone. Yeah, I, I saw it and I I didn't recognize it so. Because I would wait for, you know, Queen Ramonda, Angela Bassett here at the end of the month. Oh, oh, yeah. Wakanda forever. Okay. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I can't because I'm locked up. I think Thursday, Epcot, the last day that my pass, Pixie Dust pass holders, Mm -hmm. and it's Neil Patrick Harris, who's hugely popular for this. That's right. It's going to be insane. Good luck. I will be, I'll probably go, like, right after work, get there on four, and just jump in. Well, the problem is... And uh, just in time to catch the 8.30 show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be right. But, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. My last day in a Disney park for the year. I'll mm-hmm. be in. It's just a huge line. Oh. oh. Sticking a huge line at, at Epcot. Good luck, <clears throat> good luck yeah. for that. Fun, fun, fun. To do something that I'm probably not going to all that much enjoy. Right. <laughs> um... Did you did you want to tell us about Hoopty Doo now? Hoop-dee yeah, Doo let's talk about Hoopty Doo. Yeah, because I know you want to. You're very excited. I he's, do. He's fairly fresh off his Hoopty Doo oh, experience. Oh man! Day. So yeah, so on Saturday, uh, I got with Elena and we first started doing the resort tour. Mm-hmm. So the plan was to park a TTC and then the do all my stuff. Transportation and ticket <clears throat> center, the awful place you have to park before you go to Magic Kingdom. Yes, if you're not a resort guest. So um, and you don't drive by yourself. You take trans- Disney transportation, you're good. So we decided to park there because the resorts are finicky about letting you in, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't want to take a chance. So I figured TDC, I, I have the annual pass, so it's free for me to park there. I start there. I'm going to end the night at Hoopty Doo, which is right outside the Magic Kingdom. You take a boat. So it's a perfect place to yeah, take the boat back and then get on the monorail or a boat and go to TDC. So yes. it, it made a lot of sense to start my adventure there. And I wanted to go over to the boardwalk and um, uh, yacht club and beach club and knock that out first since it wasn't on the, that's not on the monorail loop. So I want to do that first, then come back, do the monorail loop, then hit the, uh, you know, the campground, check out some decorations and have dinner over there at the Hoop-de-Doo Review. So, uh, yeah, we get over to Epcot from TTC and here, the ferry or the friendship boats that I plan on taking to the boardwalk. Unfortunately, they're on the other side of Epcot, and my pass does not let me into Epcot on a Saturday. So instead of me doing a 10-minute walk through uh, up through World Showcase and coming out to take the friendship boats, I had to take a bus to Hollywood Studios. At which point, we transferred onto the Skyliner to I don't know wherever we got off at. Got back on Skyliner. 
went to Epcot, again, where we started, but the back end of Epcot, and the Friendship Boats were there. But at that point, I mean, you literally just walk over a bridge and you're right there. So I was like, we're just going to walk. So we ended up walking. So it took us, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half, maybe less, between an hour and an hour and a half to do that, which would have we could have done if we had passed Epcot in 10 minutes. Like the same journey. But we got to do Skyline, which we've never done. Uh, we were very both excited to get on there and check that out. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was fun. And uh, Elaine not being uh, being afraid of heights was fine with it. Had no problem. So and as we were talking offline, when I went to Epcot the other night, we were we did uh, Impressions de France, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if you've ever done that show. They're like you were zooming high. It's almost like a Soren without the yeah the ride vehicle fair. part, right? So a couple parts we were like going over a cliff or something, and she was like, oh, she got all tense. I'm like, you're in cha- you're in a chair. Like there's nowhere for you to fall. <laughs> so that's how much she's afraid of heights. So, uh, but yeah, Skyliner she's very well with. So uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah. So we did the uh, beach club and the yacht club and the boardwalk and saw their gingerbread stuff. And like I said, that video will be out uh, before this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast. That video is already out, so go check it out. And then we came, we made it back. We took the bus back to Magic Kingdom, which was wonderful because I shut my eyes. Oh, I got like a little power nap in. That was great. It is nice to not drive around Orlando. That's one drive for you. I forgot how wonderful that experience is. It's just glorious. I know people like to drive to the parks themselves. I never did that when I vacationed. I always came down, parked a car. As soon as we parked, it, I didn't get back in that car till we're driving back home. We never took any transportation other than a Disney provided transportation. And it was glorious. Oh, then we got on the monorail and we hit contemporary, looked at their gingerbread castle. That was cool. Then hit uh, Grand Floridian. First time in the Grand Floridian. Wow. That place is pretty remarkable. That lobby, huge Christmas tree. And that gingerbread house. And the dude down there playing a piano and a tux. Mm-hmm. He's playing the Peanuts song, which was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, just wonderful. What? A, I mean, Sorry, you just offended all your classic music fans, but yes, we all know <laughs> it is the Peanuts song. Okay. <laughs> it's the Peanuts song, John. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I, mean, I, I, I write often, if I'm not sure what to write about something, to start an article by grandfather, <laughs> and I say, have you ever been in a place you didn't think you were dressed properly or didn't belong? Yes. That's how I feel every time I walk into the Grand Floridian. But sorry, the Grand Floridian, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Yes. But with that said, I don't care what discount I got, I would never pay the amount of money that they charged to stay there. It's still not worth it. Because it's just ridiculous. The the rates they, they they treat that hotel like it's a five star resort. And for Disney maybe it is, but Comparably, <laughs> it is not in the uh, hotel industry. Take the monorail right over to. Uh, it's true, it is true. But yeah. for my money, Polynesian, 100% would stay there over that. And I can eat at the Grand Floridian Cafe, and I can have the Thermidor Burger for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <sighs> Never had. It. Is it good? Or are you being facetious? Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold right. on. <laughs> that- the Lobster Thermidor Burger. I believe you can find online. Oh my lord. The question of whether this is the best burger in all of Walt Disney World property. By the way, it is. Wow, um, really? And they keep jacking the price, but because of the way they do menu at Grand Floridian Cafe, you literally can purchase that burger at 7.30 in the morning. For You can have it for breakfast. Wow. They'll serve it to you. Is it $25.26 now for the Lobster wow. Thermidor Burger? I believe so. I believe it's correct. That is crazy. But Tumtra, I mean, 
this is a discussion you have to have, and now we're sidetracking here because we were talking about hoop do review, is is it worth your time to spend that much money for a deluxe resort? And sometimes it is, and but for many people it's not. Maybe if this was located on a beach, but the fact that it's at Disney World where if I'm on property... Well, don't forget, they also get um, the after-hours evenings too. Yes. I'd have to spend multiple days outside of the parks before I'd even consider spending that kind of money at a, on a hotel. The way I currently tour Disney, like I'm when I'm on property, and again, not this is not me as a local. This is me as coming down uh, vacationing. I'm in the parks all the time, like open and close. So it'd just be wasted on me. But in fairness, let's imagine an intergenerational group. You have the stereotypical grandparents, the parents, and then way too many children. Yes. Um, let's just say that it's easier to rotate things around if you're at the deluxe hotels. Yes. There's that, some that's advantages true. there. Yes, 100%. I, I just – those prices, though. Oof. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> we're, we're, we're paying over $200 for Pop Century. So yeah. that's our discussion. Let's do something positive. You did yes. your tour – you finally made it to um, Hoopty Doo Review. How was it? Well, before Hoopty Doo, I was trying to help with people. He's got, uh, he's got to talk about it. The the Christmas lights, mm-hmm. those people are insane. The, the the campers. And will your listeners be able to find this on your YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. Yes, I haven't edited it yet, so I'm not sure how good it is. But holy cow, the the what, the bulbs, the balloons, or whatever you call them, the blow ups. Right. Those of you unaware, this is ridiculous. Fort Wilderness, and people well, turn yes. into their own campground. And um, people stay ridiculous long amount of time. Yes, it's it's like they're home away from home. Yes, it is insane. It is worth get get to Hoopty Doof early and walk around. Uh, now you can't really see everything because it's a huge campground, but near the uh, Pioneer Hall where Hoopty Doo is, the people are set up strategically like <laughs> with ridiculous setup. Setup. So go do that. But yes, we get to Hoopty Doo. We check in. We're the first people to check in actually. Uh, and we get told to go off to the right side of the building, and then everyone else promptly goes to the left. So I'm thinking, does she mean, like, was she facing, like, what direction was she talking about? Because no one else is lined up behind us, and there's a whole line of people on the other side of the thing. So at one point, I went over to her. <clears throat> I went back over. I said, listen, when you said line up on the right, you meant over here, and I pointed to where Elena was standing. So, oh, yeah, 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 that's where you want to be. The other side is so I guess the second floor is on one side and the first floor is on the other. And it just so happened that after me, everybody else <laughs> was on the first floor. And then after a little bit, people lined up against our side. People lined up on our side, and, and it all worked out. But yeah, we get in. Uh, f- uh, we're on the second floor, center, almost dead center to the the stage. So fantastic seats. Uh, they start off with salad and. Uh, coleslaw and cornbread the cornbread oh i really enjoy that cornbread now again i didn't eat lunch i had some marshmallow treats and uh, alcoholic beverage prior to uh, i believe when i was, when I was, li- I was the Olympic training center that was considered the breakfast of champions <laughs> the breakfast of champions okay. and uh, so i was starving i mean i was literally like chomping at the bit ready to uh, grab something to eat so the salad and the cold, yeah, the coleslaw and the cornbread it couldn't taste any better. And I got a Yingling, they had uh, beer, a draft beer. Again, it's all comp, it comes with the meal. And what they do with the beer is they give you the glass of beer and they give you a carafe of filled up with it. So it's like one and a half more cups, maybe two more cups worth. So they don't have to keep coming back. And you Tom just, had twelve of those. Just so you <laughs> no. 
two or three, I think. Maybe. Okay. No, I think I had two of those plus two beers plus a last. The last time she did the last call, she didn't give me. She's gave me a beer. Like she didn't, she didn't give me the extra crap with it. So yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Which was fine because I was so full. So that course was finished. Then they brought out the fried chicken. Very good fried chicken. The ribs, they're they're dry, but they had the, the barbecue on the side. They were very good. Uh, the beans, they had cowboy beans. Not a big fan of. Uh, we spoke about offline. Uh, had some type of red sauce. Some type of like, it was pasta sauce. It just, it was not the bean taste I was looking for or that I'm accustomed to. Not a fan. I had one scoop full of those and I was like, right, I'm done with that. Mac and cheese, forget about it. Top tier mac and cheese. I was surprised at how good that mac and cheese actually was because I thought it would just be generic, crappy mac and cheese because they got to make it for everybody. It was really good. What else did they have? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are good. I mean, they're your typical mashed potatoes. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had, quote, unquote, bad mashed potatoes. I mean, mashed potatoes are always good. Um, Sorry, would you like the recipe to the cowboy beans? Please. I knew I, knew I had them somewhere. Please. Tell me what, what they do to Cowboy them. beans is half a cup of onions. A quarter tablespoon of garlic, four ounces of smoked meat, your choice of beef and pork, um, four tablespoons of Dijon mustard, two tablespoons of molasses, two tablespoons of cider vinegar, one cup of barbecue sauce. I knew it was in there. Two and a half cups of B&M baked beans, which is a brand that shockingly, I, I associate B&M with the north instead of the hmm. south, and one tablespoon of bacon fat. So what was I tasting? The molasses? I guess so. All right. Well, I, I didn't care for it. I was not a fan. So um, this discussion came up the other day. I knew I had the recipe. Yes. Somewhere. Uh, then so we ate that, and then, and of course it's it's bottomless. So she came back. Hey, do you want anything else? I got another chicken breast, and Elena got some chicken legs. Then the dessert came. It was a uh, was it strawberry strawberry shortcake shortcake. Uh, we ate like two bites each. And we're done. Like it was. I was so full between the beer because beer is very filling, and the food. If you have twelve of them, yes, it's very filling. <laughs> Yes, uh, I, I was I was like literally stuffed. Like I could not. I love sweets, and it was tasted good. But I literally had two spoonfuls. Like I can't do it. I just I'm I'm done. I can't. And then I was I was wrapping up my video. And again, I didn't edit the video yet, so I don't know how it comes out. But a guy came behind me and like he like uh, photo bomb me. And then after I was done, he came back. He started chatting with me. And here he says he runs the place. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his position is. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he's the manager or whatever. But uh, he was he was talking to me about how they redes- or they remodeled the whole thing to 1974, from the floor to the railings. Everything is supposed to be 1974 era. Um, it sells out every night, and you know, just, just talking in general about how you know the the actors and the show and everything. It was it was really nice. He, he was very engaged in uh, listening to me and he gave me there they are everyone who's affiliated with that is just thrilled to be open again because that has been was closed for so yes long. he uh he gave me a limited edition uh he's looking to me to remember <laughs> when he showed it to me yeah. briefly uh like, headless he, horseman yes headless horseman pin um so that was really nice of him yeah i was there the place the place was completely closed and the tables were all cleared and i was chatting with him and uh i was the last one's we were the last ones out the door. <laughs> the lady was cleaning the table, and I had a half a beer sitting on the table, and I, I went and grabbed it while I was talking to him. I picked it up. I'm like, you're not taking my beer away, lady. <laughs> Once again, 12 beers. Okay. okay. <laughs> I get my money's worth. Okay. Uh, Elena did have three. She had two um, sangrias and one uh, Merlot. So 
uh, not too bad for her. But yeah, fantastic. I, now it was eight thirty show. We got in around eight thirty. We were, I think, going back to the boat right before eleven. So that's a that's like an hour and a half. A yeah, solid hour a, and a half. It's I think it's supposed to you know be an hour and a half. And they over. break the show up like right. there's a beginning section, then they stop. You can eat, and then there's a middle section where basically it's just crowd work. They're talking to people, birthdays, and where you're from, and blah blah blah. And then the last section is a, a scripted like, stage part. So very, very. Just for the record, you can eat the whole time, but the servers yes. come out in between. Yes, that's yes. A, that's a common misconception. Yeah. I know I know you know the difference, yeah. but I just want to make sure Bales did. Uh, but so good. I didn't have high expectations for the show. I thought it would be corny. like oh, blah, blah. Very good. I thought it would be more like, he, like hee-haw. Do you remember hee-haw? Sorry, you just <laughs> lost a huge portion of your audience <laughs> with the term hee-haw. <laughs> we might as well start discussing, just not late enough, Andy Griffith. <laughs> And Matlock. Yeah, my parents used to watch Hee Haw. Okay. And it was like the most hickey, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, laugh in. Oh. That's the other reference. Oh, okay, right. yeah. And I thought it would be very Hee Haw y, but it it wasn't. It was very funny. It was good. It was really good. I enjoyed the show to the point where I would go back to this. I think it's a decent value. And I can't say that for anything really on Disney property that saying it's a good value, pay 60 bucks, show, dinner, all you can eat, and alcohol. Not making fun of you this time, though I have been every other time. <laughs> if you're someone who's going to consume not 12, but three or four <laughs> adult beverages, yeah. even though the quality of the beverage may not be as high as you might get at the nice lounge, yes, um, you're on Walt Disney World property. Um, those are going to cost you nine bucks if you're oh, lucky. More like 15. Right. I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying yeah. to be conservative here. If you're getting a cocktail, you're spending like 15 bucks. So if you would like to consume some adult beverages, the value is definitely there. Yes. I mean, she got, like I said, three three wines or two sangrees and a wine. I'm guessing that's probably about 35 bucks. Probably. You know, alone. So you put in the, the meal and a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dare I say it's a value. Yep. Agreed. And maybe that's why it's selling out every night, you know, so people like it. So I, I thought it was a blast. I, I had a I mean, it's really good time. The oldest run. So, wow, I should know this. It's the <laughs> oldest running show at Walt Disney World. It, it's run almost from the time they started doing shows in some form, and it's only stopped because of the, COVID. Of, of the wow, pandemic. really? That's crazy. I think I have most of those facts correct. I'm sorry, I'm not sitting in front of my blogger laptop checking yeah. all my facts. <laughs> but it was it was really good. I highly recommend it. But that's all I got. Do you have any questions about the Hoop-dee-doo review? Um, I think you voiced the standard things of a hoop to do review. Uh, entertainment is decent, um, but don't look for Broadway production. Food quality is not, you're not going to Topolino's, you're not going to California Grill, but in fairness, once you figure in adult beverages, you're not paying as much as you would pay at Topolino's or California <laughs> That's Grill. That's true. Or even Art Smith for that, Chef Art Smith's homecoming at that point. Um, so if you're looking for... And the price of an evening meal, because this is technically all you can eat. I know it's family style, but it's technically yep. all you can eat. Yep. Um, I don't know if you've priced the price of an all you can eat or a entertainment dining at Walt Disney World. 64, which is the number that's stuck in my head, is the average price for this or one of the on the low side. That's a good deal. Yes. Now, we could argue whether you should spend that much on that, whether yeah. you should just, you know. Order a pizza from Giordano's yeah, down the street, site. which yeah. is kind of calling to me right now. I, I have, I have, Giordano's kind of closed where I live currently, so it's calling to me tonight. So may, it's very know, good. Space see me on Twitter ordering one of those tonight. <laughs> it's very good. Um, I had it. 
it's a, it's a decent value, but obviously I, as Tom made fun of me, if you're not someone who's going to drink, all joking aside, more than one adult beverage, yeah. the value's not quite as there. This or a character meal and you don't have little kids? Right. This is 100%. Right. And you're going to pay less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Characters or alcohol? Which one do you want? <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> Just to clarify, and please bear in mind, we've discussed my Twitter handle already. If you're going to have children with characters, you might need some alcohol. <laughs> That's that all I'm true. saying. Yeah, this, yeah. This goes back to, sorry, I'm totally <laughs> taking over your podcast, and people, you should go read your Bible. Um, Noah gets off the ark on the narrative as explained by the writers of Genesis, huh? and he spends basically half a year on the ark with family and smelly animals. Yeah. What's the first thing that happens? He makes a vineyard, and he gets drunk. That's all I'm saying. Wow. That's all I'm saying, people. Yeah, and I don't think people it, usually read that far in, because right, I'm not really sure. After building the ark... This is why you really should read those things. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. But do we blame him for that? No. Oh, no, no, no. Because no. this was children and animals, not yeah. even characters. So Oof. now I've totally hijacked your entire podcast. Oof. I apologize. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. Well, I think we should probably end it there uh, until next Sunday when you come back for uh, his next sermon. <laughs> about, uh, let's do uh, gen- or, uh, what would you Revelations. Like? The end of the you world. Mean, you would do Revelation because uh, there is no revelations. Oh, there's only one? There can only it's be one. Just like Highlander. Of, oh, okay. Wow. All right. There's yeah. so much bad eschatology here. I'm sorry those of you <laughs> with some familiarity with faith values and, and yeah. Jesus rising from the dead. But Yeah, we're going to do that next week. Yeah. So now you've lost about 40 listeners, oh, so that's good. We should do that for Halloween because that's kind of like a Halloween topic. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm, I'd like to apologize formally on behalf of Vacationers Tom for any convenience you may be suffering as a result of this podcast. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I can't tell. I used to work at a Four Diamond Resort. Okay. Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that will end this holiday hoedown of an episode. I'd like to thank my Elvin panel for joining me. And until we stream again, if you find yourself with $65 and nothing to do on a Saturday night, Try to get yourself a reservation to Hoopty Doo Review because it is well worth the money. And keep making memories. As always, eat like you mean it. For Vacationeers, Theme Parks, and more, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.